And welcome to another episode of Swimming with the Fish. As you can tell by our opening music, it is that time again. The end of the month, the final show of the month, which we dedicate to all things not quite there. This show is promised to be very special, I hear. And uh, without a further ado, I will leave it in the capable hands of the chief. Goon, you're there, right? I'm right here. I am so excited about this show. Yeah, this I this, can hardly be in my seat. I, th- I think our number one fan might have to be the number two fan of this show because I think Goon's going to be the number one fan of this show. Chief, the floor is yours. Well, uh, for everyone who's sitting down, you may have paid for the whole seat, but you only need the edge. <laughs> nice yes this is dedicated once again we are we're circling back thanks to all the things that are now being either declassified or just shared because they are tired of hiding the truth uh the, the, the whole, truth yes this is this is all about ufos now this isn't ufos yes! aliens this is ufos and originations and the plausible deniability and what has actually been going on and I provided uh, some information which uh, I know that one person has read oh, oh, oh contraire mon frère you are going to find that you have uh, two studious in- individuals not only, for tonight. Yes, not only did I read the uh, Wilson memo and not only did I watch the, um, uh, the Joe Rogan uh, uh, Two-hour uh, podcast in its in, almost in its entirety. I have Links of which will show up in the show notes, folks. I also went to the documentary that the guy that was with um, his special guest uh, wrote and produced. I watched that today. So you are fully versed. And, he, and he's I watched a fan a, of the subject, Chief. And I watched a, a, a portion of a Netflix documentary called Unacknowledged. Now. Did you change your hairstyle, go to work, and tell people that you don't think it's aliens? Because one <laughs> of us went the extra mile. Wow. It's not that it's aliens, but, you know, it's aliens. I, I thought, um, to be honest, uh, after hearing uh, Crutch describe the debate last night, I think it is aliens. Oh, it's definitely. Well, he didn't, you didn't see it, right? I no. I've recorded it, which I'm going to probably watch it and review it tonight, and then of course I'm going to watch tonight's, and then you know slit my throat throat. But you know, so I, I will say this, just you know, because Castro may be an alien. Uh, <laughs> he he stated two things that were ridiculous. Number one, uh, the border should be open. But oh, he, absolutely. He, he specifically said it should not be illegal to cross over and that was repeated by Pelosi and the second thing he said I agree when you die it shouldn't be illegal <laughs> he said that, it's funny uh, I thought the same thing <laughs> he said that everyone should uh, be able to get abortion even transgender women which are biological men which is impossible for them to have kids you know being a liberal means never having to say you're sorry or maybe you're by wrong. abortion he means a colostomy I, I don't know. So that's the only thing large men ever have to have removed. Come maybe, on, you know. Maybe they just off themselves. I, I don't think so. But that's uh, that. 
those two things either here nor there maybe it's because he doesn't understand the human physiology and which leads more into the possibility of him being an alien he's not talking about what's really important well but he's but it leads him to be the perfect candidate for the the reptile democratic democratic really (laughs) so (laughs) sorry uh, back back on to to the actual stuff Mm-hmm. And, you know, imagine, if you will, that all this time, from Roswell on up, mm-hmm. the, the objects that you see are actually uh, devices that are flying, that are technology uh, way beyond us. But it is not aliens in those devices, but other humans that just happen to stumble upon it. How would you know the difference? Are we talking like Battlestar Galactica, tribes of humans, fleeing Cylon tyranny? So say we all. <laughs> so, so you know, there is actually a lot of conjecture, even amongst the non-UFO community, that, you know, uh, life is, of course, based on DNA. And DNA, you know, the, the four building blocks of DNA are the same regardless of where you find them. And they've now found them on asteroids, or at least parts of DNA, not necessarily the deoxyribonucleic acid, but the actual RNA samples and small, uh, the um, adenine, guanine, cytosine, and thymine, the, the four parts that make up most DNA, they've actually found that on space rocks and samples of rocks from extraterrestrial sources. So who's to say the organic chemicals that make us up didn't make people who look just like us up somewhere else? Look an efficient you. design is an efficient design. Look at you, Crutch Nye, the science guy. Well, I mean, think about it. Have you guys looked at cars lately? I mean, think about it. All cars are starting to look alike. Why? Because they all have to obey the same laws of physics in getting through the air the most efficiently, right? You don't see the big square Volvo-looking cars anymore. Even Volvo doesn't look like Volvo, right? That's true. So who's to say aliens wouldn't come down and do the Star Trek thing and they all just look like us, just different colors? So that's my that hasn't worked out so well for us, but I'm going to move on. Okay, well, that's true. I, I will say that the cars are looking more and more Cylon-like. <laughs> yes, I mean, it started with Knight Rider, and it mm-hmm. still continued. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right about that. So, Good point. You, you know, oh, one other thing. When we find this, this DNA, the one thing that we're looking for is what? We're looking for carbon-based things that are replicating, correct? Sure. And what would that be considered if we found it? That would be considered organic life. Right. So it, it is nothing more than cells replicating. Mm-hmm. So why is it that we deny science? I'm sorry? When, when, I'm not a denier. I, I think there are too many science deniers out there. Well, yeah. And, and yeah, yeah, they're called environmentalists. Usually, they're global, global warming people, but that's okay. We can move on now. Thank you for the for the softball. As I said before, this place is just getting terraformed. It's taking a little longer than expected, but it will happen. And so, the other big thing that uh, this particular show is going to go over is the makeup of a molecule. What makes a molecule stable? What makes uh, a hydrogen molecule different 
been like a tritium or deuterium. Right. Right. Those are the unstable isotopes of hydrogen. Very good for you, sir. Right. And so... De all... Deuterium is what the Jupiter 2 ran on. So what is it? It is <laughs> protons. It's just a matter of protons. How well, many protons? technically neutrons. No, I think I think you believe he's right there. Crutch protons. Yeah, yeah I, protons I, make up different atoms. Neutrons make up different isotopes. So uh, when I was looking this up before I, I got on to make sure I was mm -hmm. correct, is the amount of protons. The amount of protons is the atomic number, which gives you your spot on the uh, periodic table. The number of neutrons will specify which isotope you are. Hydrogen has none. Deuterium has one. Tritium has two. Did you call me an isotope? I think he did. <laughs> okay, just checking. Yeah. So one one of the things that uh, has been postulated mm -hmm. is what happens if we, like, our main fuel source is something that we burn. Now, what happens if it wasn't something that we burned? In that case, like. Uh, uh, a, a currently unstable element that we were able to make stable. I mean, even as we see science fiction turn into science fact, sure just, just like, a, we'll say, Iron Man, mm -hmm. when he was being poisoned by palladium, and then he had to make a new element to that wouldn't deteriorate due to heat. Right. What happens if we were able to use uh, something that had some type of energetic discharge that did not give off the byproduct of heat. Just how much power would we be able to generate at that point? And what kind of difference would it make in our everyday lives? Well, I mean, if you think about it, there's a lot of, t of devices we already have that give off energetic discharge without dipping into the thermal range. See L LED L lights. LOL, for example. <laughs> Yeah, Except that, she's not giving off any brightness, so. There is a discharge, though. <laughs> You're welcome. Oh, okay. Thanks for the visual. Oh, and the, yeah. oh. Wow. <clears throat> all right, I'll, all right, all right. You've you've chastised me. I'll be good. <laughs> so, did I mention McCain's still dead? <laughs> <laughs> there, there was a, a a huge Twitter spat on to why Megan McCain uh, holds any relevance in today's world. She did not take too kindly to that. Well, the one thing I thought was funny, not to get too far off topic, but you, you brought her up, um, is Michael Avenatti uh, dove into that subject. You know, why is Meghan McCain such an authority on things? And people went back to Avenatti and said, well, she hasn't been federally indicted, like some people. She, you know, she, she hasn't stolen money from a charity, you know, like some people. You know, she hasn't, she hasn't welched her customers, you know, like some people. What, uh, what does she do? Uh, she's a television personality. She's on and, a TV show. And is that what she did before her, uh, um, before father passed? I, I don't know. She, I guess I'm trying to figure out: Did she get some notoriety and, and move into television, and she did something else before, or not? I, I really don't know. No, her her father died, and and she didn't like Trump, and that's all you need in today's world. In fact, you, you, 
Your father can still yeah. be alive. You just don't need to like Trump. Which, you know, well, probably aliens don't like Trump either. Okay, just just since we're... I'm, I'm wondering about that. That's an interesting conjecture. You know, I think they like Are they waiting here. for a specific kind of president before they just say, hey, we're here? I think they look at Trump's hair and they say... He's one of could, us. That could be another, that could be another element. <laughs> Let's go see what's, what's up with that. But By the way, on the new uh, um, Gabriel Iglesias uh, show... Sorry. Tupadium, nice. Thank you. <laughs> Um, they, uh, um, he was teaching, uh, 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 a lesson about the presidents and he goes, you know, the only problem with the founding fathers is they thought powdered wigs were a good idea. He goes, and then we keep moving on and we got better hairstyles and he goes to the last picture, which is Trump. He goes until recently <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're backsliding a little. It happened. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, then there was Eisenhower. Yeah, he had that look going on long before it was popular. Yeah. I, yeah. That's too far back. I, but I we were speaking of elements. Do you have elements. a particular element in mind, Chief? It, it could it could have a one a one and a five in it. Now, element one fifteen. Hmm. Hmm. Okay, everybody, consult- everybody's quickly going to Google right now. <laughs> That's, we will do that for you. There is no need for you to for you to figure that out. That's right. That would be Moscovium. I typed element and it and it's and it immediately came up with one one five. Yes, its atomic number is one fifteen, the number of protons. Its atomic mass is two hundred and eighty eight. And for those of you who can do math, that means that there are one hundred and seventy three neutrons. Like Jimmy Neutron. Boy genius. Thank you. Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> It's a, it's a great thing. See, the mm-hmm. the big the big thing that uh, uh about this particular element is if it were stable, which uh, still, you know, as I try to put things together, I don't know how it would make sense, because the uh, in one of the links that are given, we we have Big Bob, and he's trying to describe, in in you know the the Bob way of describing stuff, uh, how the device that he was in charge of may have worked because he never said that he understood it and a lot of the stuff he kept saying is just it's impossible which he gave when you're when you're talking about bob you are talking about my absolute favorite person in the ufo community bob lazar right that is correct oh dude you made me so happy i i wept quietly in your honor (laughs) Because I haven't, I haven't really heard much. You haven't heard much about Bob since the '90s. You know, he did his little whistleblower stunt. And nothing happened to him. Nobody offed him or anything like that. And he kind of quieted down. It's not like uh, one has he, to wonder about that. Well, I mean, I mean no re- offense. I don't wish the man any ill will, but usually people go missing for that kind of stuff. Well, he didn't write a book. He didn't go on the lecture circuit. He's kind of like. He kind of even said on the interview we watched with uh, with Mr. Rogan, you know, I didn't want to do this. I kind of fell for what the media people told me. Oh, this will make it better. He goes, well, it hasn't made it better. Yes, so let that be a cautionary tale to a lot of people. There are things like uh, if you want, uh, we can go through the past two years. Every, every The media says uh, one thing, and then it turns out that it's the entire opposite 
Right. And or you can have someone who who makes what seems like an outlandish claim, only to have it in the end show up to be somewhat accurate. What so can can you give our listeners the thirty seconds on Bob Lazar and where he came from, what he did? Uh, he he's a he was an engineer. He was physicist, I think, actually. So uh, that's tough to say, isn't it? So he he got. He, There's always a lot of physics and engineering. So. Right. So, it, I mean, are you talking about his actual title or are you talking about what he went to school for? No, no. What I'm saying is Bob Lazar was a guy who allegedly worked at a substation of Area 51. <gasps> not, not Area he, 51. He, he did. He worked at, at the sub portion of Area 51 called S4. Right. S4. So... And he says he worked on real, actual flying saucers. And he came out and spilled the beans to the public in the mid to late 80s, I believe. So, area, when did Area 51 actually get its designation? Like in the 50s, 58 or so. But there wasn't much there. There was like a Quonset hut and a bunch of scientists sweating. And then over from then till... And they gave them till, buildings. Till about the late 60s... Um, they, they started to ramp up all during the 60s, and by the 70s, it's pretty nearly the way you see it now. So, in Area 51, what does everyone think of? Aliens. Right. Stealth bomber. They, they think of weather balloons, aliens crashing, mm-hmm. uh, tech that Blackbird, SR-71. And, and what, what it turns out it all could have been is we just found things. Not that they were crashed, but we had found things through dig sites, which means what? They were here a long time ago. Correct. So You mean the whole ancient aliens thing? Because one of the things that is constantly in the uh, hieroglyphics and pictographs is what? Flying chariots. Which you ain't it, kid, Especially in Mesoamerica, probably more there than Egypt. Ezekiel saw a wheel way up in the middle of the air. Yeah, they were called thrones at the time. Yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, I mean, I wasn't even kidding about that. Thrones and dominions. Yes, the whole point is that it doesn't matter where you look; people have seen things. Uh, it usually scares them, and then what happens? It gets written off as this is a crazy person talking. Right. E- either of you had an encounter? Just curious. Wasn't planning to ask this, but what the heck. Not that I know of. Seen something you couldn't explain? You know, I'm not talking about they came up and gave you a chiclet or something like that. (laughs) (laughs) A chiclet? And that's how I got my first chiclet. Um, It was an ad campaign. It was the most most innocuous thing I could think of, okay? Mostly because Safe Huff Marshmallow Man was was taken. It's funny, though. Come on. Yeah. I come in pieces of gum. I'm sorry. Oh, that was bad. Yeah. <sighs> you know, uh, that was a movie. I come in peace. That guy did not come in peace. Well, that's what. See, if, if you thought... ah, but we seem to be getting a little off topic here. Have either yes. of you had an encounter? No. No comment. Not that I'm willing to talk about. No comment. Well, that's an interesting answer. We may when was the last going... time the chief gave you a straight answer? This morning. Oh, when he said he'd be here on time? No, I never said that either. Okay? <laughs> I did not know you were going there. Oh, oh my God. Sorry. The softball was there. 
<laughs> I saw it coming. I was, I, I was saving. I was saving mine for later. But you'll you'll see that when it comes by, Chief. Look, we appreciate <laughs> the fact. That you... <laughs> it's it's all very good. It's good, Chief. Don't. No, it isn't. You yes, you sir. both lie to me constantly. <laughs> Much like our, the government who says right. that. We have... Isn't we it, don't it, no, we, we ain't got any, we ain't got any saucers. What are you talking about? That guy Lazar, he's a nutcase. Yeah, as soon as a person is discredited, the easiest thing to do if they stop making noise is to not mention it anymore, and it mm -hmm. kind of goes away. But then more and more, we have more and more recording devices. The uh, visual acuity gets better. The resolution gets better, and thus we are able to not only see uh, things that we can't explain, but now we're able to record it, we're able to yeah, uh, seriously. You know, uh, cross-examine it, we're able to it, share it with others quickly. There is a show on TV Weekly, Paranormal Caught on Tape, and about a third of the things are UFO related. And people have got, you know, hey, iPhones are really, really good at making videos. You know, it's not fuzzy, blurry dot you know, six miles in the distance, it's, wow, you can see the center section spinning. That good stuff. Yeah, see, this is, this well, is I, why. It's going to be harder and harder to, to, you know, to claim it's all weather balloons. It really will. You, you, you said discrediting uh, there, uh, Chief. Can I ask a question that is the one, I, I, I am a Bob Lazar fan. Would okay. never have known. I find him... I find Bob's story and he to be fascinating. I mean, he hasn't gone out and made a ton a ton of money doing this. Mm -hmm. He did something that we know, giving away secrets like that, we know that caused him a lot of trouble in his personal life. He hasn't really talked about it. They did tell him, you know, out of a revenge that his wife was having an affair and probably screwed up his first marriage. You know, which is sort of sort of like the government would be in a situation like that because they can't call the info back because he's already he's already talked about it. Right. Um, but there's something that bothers me, Chief, and I wonder if it bothers you. So one of the things that they say in the uh, podcast uh, is that uh, uh, Mr. Lazar worked at uh, Los Alamos and they can't verify his employment. Now that doesn't really bother me because. The government, especially for these secret agencies, never verify employment for anyone. That's standard policy. Right. However, however the uh, uh, what do you call the guy who did the documentary? The documenter? The producer of the, yes. of the show um, said, well, but I found these, you know, I found a phone book from the time and Lazar's in it. And, uh, hey, this guy put a jet engine in a car and would drive it to work every week and here's a here's a local newspaper article I found on it which by the way makes Lazar a smart cool geeky guy who who would not love a jet engine in their car man man he's the kind of guy you want to hang out with right no bob i don't want to talk about ufo's show, show me the car <laughs> <laughs> he's got a bike with a little mini jet engine on it too it's like oh please yeah that makes Can, me think of him as more engineer than physicist can the goon put his heavy ass on your bike and shoot me around with that jet engine because oh my god but if I got on a bike it would re require a jet engine to move me around 
So that doesn't bother me. You can't verify that. That's kind of par for the course. But they also can't verify his education. And that's curious. And when he's pressed about it, his answer is, hey, 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 you're focusing on the wrong things. Think about what I have to tell you. He really kind of, he does a lot of deflecting. And I don't know why that is. It means to me that there's something he's hiding there. Like he says, well, I went to MIT and Caltech. I mean, maybe he didn't go to those schools and he thinks that matters. I don't, I don't know. I know he's a smart guy by some of the other stuff that he says. He doesn't, doesn't appear to be a charlatan to me. But this, this is a credibility issue that he doesn't want to address. And I don't understand why. So what would be... Uh, the proper response. It could be that uh, by doing so, you may tap into something else, like a recruitment program, or something that that someone has a deal with, which will get uh, more people in trouble. Mm. Mm. I mean, you already when you delve into the paranoid, you as he has discussed openly about, you know, the. Uh, the, his, his wife cheating on him and the way that things fell apart in that regard mm-hmm. yeah. you, you have to wonder uh, much like our our president and hearing uh, Comey tell him that hey there are people out there saying that you had prostitutes peeing on a bed it's like uh, are you trying to are, are you hinting that you're going to make stuff up and, and ruin my life further yeah yeah so, as it says, because every time, what does he do? The the parts that are already out, that's what he continually talks about. The parts that people or they can't confirm or are still hidden, he is very, as you say, vague. He's either vague, uh, he deflects, or he uh, he quickly switches things around. So, yeah, but, but what could be wrong with your educational background? I mean, obviously. Why, you, why don't do you, you ask Barry Sotero? Uh, I don't understand the reference. Please educate the goon. Can I? Can I? Please, please, can I? Go ahead. Okay. There was a lot of talk before uh, the previous administration, before it became president of the United States, Barack Hussein Obama, okay, about how he was not from the United States. Yeah, yeah, the whole birther thing, yeah. Right. Well, his college records are locked up tighter than Fort Knox. Okay. okay. Yeah. <clears throat> Here's my theory as to why, and the Barry Sotero comment is, is is where the kicker is. I personally believe, my personal belief, heart of hearts, deep down, deep inside, that Barack Hussein Obama was born in Hawaii, and is a U.S. citizen by all rights and, and reasonabilities. Okay. Okay. However, my feeling is, in order to get into the very fancy dancy schools he got into, he pretended to be an Indonesian named Barry Sotero. Okay, because you can get into some of these schools as a foreigner a lot easier than you can as a U.S. citizen with mediocre grades who was part of something called the Chum Gang. Okay, let's be honest. Spicoli from uh, you know Fast Times at Ridgemont High is not headed to MIT. Right. You know. So, but if so, you did so that, you're, you so would, that would really... ruin a political career, wouldn't it? So right. you'd want your your records locked up. So that's you're... the kind of thing. You're really confirming my theory. There's something there that he's hiding. It may or may not have any bearing on his credibility. Yes, but hiding is what 
uh, people do when their lives have been turned upside down. Now, obviously, there was a a whole bunch of bonehead uh, moves that were made. Because you don't get uh, to to mess with tech. As soon as that happens, the life that you knew is done. Everyone should know that. If If he had... If he had any type of uh, Hillary Clinton briefing, then maybe he thought, "Well, this, you know, this is for the peasants. I, I'm above <laughs> this." The peasants. That's us. Yeah. So, but I mean, there's a lot of speculation. But the, it, you know, the the trail of breadcrumbs that he left uh, just can allow us to speculate on the technology itself. Now, the, one of the big things that he described and. Uh, is in the the interviews and and shows is a device that generates gravity if we were able to just take that if we had a device that was able to generate gravity and it had a power source to sustain it which apparently doesn't run out because how long has it been going for a very long time mm-hmm. at least uh 60 years 60 years yeah right. yeah so yeah. <laughs> give me a fuel tank that runs for 60 years. I'm good. <laughs> if we were just to take what happens when you bend a gravitational wave? Mm. You can repel or you can repel things or well, if you have something surrounded by its own field and you bend it in front, you can cause it to move. Right. So is that is that is that where you're going? So well, that's that's one of the things like a, like a, like if you have something in a gravity well like they use this example a bowling ball in the middle of the bed mm-hmm. and you you make a you push your fist down in, uh, to one side of the bowling ball and push down like you were deflecting another field the bowling ball would roll toward your deflection it would move is that is that where we're going here so yes it would it would move uh that's you're basically uh sifting a, a hole in time though at that point right it's more like the uh oh i see you're you're talking about you're talking about using uh gravitational waves uh to twist and um to twist a hole in space-time yeah if you're how can you move so quickly from one spot to another well you know you don't you move you move space which can move at an infinite speed because space is not limited to the speed of light right and 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 that begins the big thing on how this actually uh, came about. So, if you're able to do that, then you're able to, uh, again, if you take a bowling ball, you put it in a bed, the, the, let's say we have a really trashy bed and it envelops the whole thing. You know the bowling ball is there, you have created what kind of looks like a pocket, and you wouldn't be able to see the bowling ball. So, you have effectively cloaked the device as well. So, mm-hmm. if all of this is going on, and he was able to see all of that, then wouldn't those same uh, physical processes uh, take effect? So he said that it was repelling his hands, but how would he be able to see it if it was actually pushing things around? Is, yeah. Is my question. It's, I, as much as I did love the stuff, I don't see how a lot of that uh, all jives together, which... As I know that you were telling me earlier, Crutch, you know, you'd want to poke it with your finger.
Well, yeah, I mean, we had a discussion uh, prior to the show. You know, I'm, I'm a little bit of the doubting Thomas. I see documents, and the documents reference people who were there. And, you know, the, the great thing about any good lie is if it's got half a truth in it. So, you know, you you have all the right people, places, and, and things, and then, you know, it's, um, you know, well, this is, an, you know, obviously real. No, no, you can, you know, a lot of people have written historical fiction. You know, you take a historical scene and you put fictional characters in it. So, yeah, I would love to, you know, be the guy who gets to go through the doorway and sees, you know, nine spaceships all looking different and various people working on them and somebody bumps into one and the thing is wobbly floating on nothingness because the anti-gravity drive has been running for, you know, 60 years. It's not going to happen. I don't <laughs> I don't want to go down that rabbit hole this late in my career, you know. Well, you wouldn't have a career. That's the time to retire. That's see, and that's that's where the biggest mistake was because when yeah. this happens, I walk in there, take a look, go, thanks, I got to go now. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, if you've gotten to the point where you see it, then you, it's already too late. At that, this is this is why Jesse Ventura is on a farm in an undisclosed location. You saw it. Well, I, I don't know, and and, and neither does does he. <laughs> if you've if you've heard him recently. <laughs> I'm I'm not sure what's going on. He he may be on an MDMA trip, and he just he never fully came back. But uh. it, as as it, to to get down to the the nitty gritty of this, is that all the things that uh, we are now seeing, all the things that like uh, if you you can Google the pilot recordings, and you will see. Uh, the objects that they are tracking and they mm -hmm. have the telemetry they have the altitude they have all that stuff because you know they have much better equipment than we do sure and with that folks uh, you know we, we have we have choppers hanging around outside the feds may be coming for us and we're going to have to continue later 